Hello everybody again. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie Road Warrior Reviews with Rick. Yeah, I kind of like that one. I got several good ones here. Y'all keep bringing them, and I'll keep using them. That's the ones that kind of stick out to me right now, though. I really like that one. And uh, so we're right in the middle of our Bullies Week, our 80s Bullies Week. And, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, a lot of these bullies have been, it's more late 80s gang-related type bullies, you know, that you're dealing with in schools that are dysfunctional and, you know, the gangs run the school, or so they think. Uh, this one's a little different. Uh, does this one really fit with the other ones of the week? Uh, it's not a direct fit, but when I think of a bully movie, this is the one. This one is probably the first one that I ever saw, and this one has made the biggest impact on me uh, because I was close to the same age as uh, the main character in this one when this came out. And, uh, you know, if you know this movie, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But we're talking about 1980, My Bodyguard. Now, we've already talked about uh, having um, Adam Baldwin in uh, 315, which is a great one. Don't get me wrong. I, I love that one. But uh, this was the first movie Adam Baldwin was in. And when I think of Adam Baldwin, this is the movie I think of because it just made that kind of impact on me. And uh, we got Chris Makepeace. You know, we, we brought him up before in uh, Vamp. So if you haven't listened to the Vamp episode, you can go back and check that one out as well. But when I think of a bully, and to this day, I still have a problem with Matt Dillon because of him being Moody in this movie. The, his name is Moody. And this is a bully. This is what bullies were when I was in school. Um, usually somebody that's still in your class, even though they probably failed a class or two. So they're kind of older than everybody else in the class. But they just feel like, I guess because of their shortcomings of that, for some reason they bully everybody around, take your lunch money, all that kind of good stuff. Matt Dillon is the fits it to the T in this movie. So if you really want to know what it was like in the 80s in schools and what a bully was back then, this is it. This is exactly it. Uh, you know, threatening you, taking your money, following you in the bathroom. This is this is this was real life. Uh, none of this is really exaggerated from my point of view. So this movie really hits home with me. Not that I was really bullied a lot, but you know, sure I had a bully, you know, and we won't talk about that because I, it kind of fits with this movie because I kind of fixed the problem. And uh, but I saw a lot of people get bullied as well, right? So the whole mindset, and I'm not downplaying this at all. Bullying is wrong, right? But it was just a different kind of bullying back then, right? Nowadays, it's more social media making you feel bad about yourself. And you end up doing something tragically to yourself because of it. Because social media is such a terrible thing. Even though I'm using it for this platform to share my movie love. I was going to say knowledge. I don't really have a lot of knowledge. I just have a lot of love for these flicks. And, uh, you know, it's a shame 
that people will let words that other people say afflict you enough to do harm to yourself, right? Um, I don't know where I'm going with all this speech, but it's really, uh, you know, you can either use that as fuel to uh, challenge yourself, make yourself stronger, or you do right opposite and you let it destroy you. And uh, that's a totally different set of of uh, items that are used nowadays versus what a bully was back then because it really was just, I'm king of the roost. You better fear me because I will hurt you if you don't. So give me your lunch money, right? So that's really where we are with this movie. Also relate with this movie as far as uh, Clifford's character, which is Chris Makepeace. Uh, by the way, dude has possibly the worst hairdo of any person in the 80s, right? Every movie he's in, he's just, he's got the worst hair. He just does. He has to live with it. But, uh, he, uh, he comes from a single-parent home, and he lives with his dad. His mother was killed in a car wreck. He lives with his dad, who is career-driven, and that's really all he really focuses on, which is Martin Mull, by the way. Uh, I love Martin Mull. Um, he was on a TV show that I am such a huge fan of that you can't really find it anywhere. You can find clips on YouTube, but it's called Fernwood Tonight. It's just my, it's possibly my favorite TV show ever. Uh, it's kind of like Spinal Tapping Away because so much of it is just ad-libbed. It's him and Fred Willard just riffing and making up stuff. And uh, there's several people in this movie that were... Uh, guests, I guess, or extra co-stars or actors that were on Fernwood Tonight on here as well. And, uh, but yeah, Martin Mull. And we have to talk about uh, Ruth Gordon, right? We are doing such a disservice in this life calling ourselves movie fans, film fans, uh, podcasters, movie podcasters, if we don't stop and recognize what a national treasure Ruth Gordon was, man, I mean, you kind of forget, you know, it's almost like she's not acting. You expect her to be this person when you meet her in real life. Um, if you're not familiar with Ruth Gordon, I mean, she was in, uh, well, she was in Rosemary's Baby, for one thing. Uh, but she was also in uh, uh, Any Which Way But Loose. You know, the Clint Eastwood movies. Played his mom, Philo Beto's mom. Uh, she's in Harold and Maud, And, uh, you know, she's in... Uh, well, she's in this movie, which is what I love her the most for. I'm telling you, folks, go back and watch some movies with her in it and just... Watch her acting, because it's not acting. It's as real as sitting down and talking to an aunt and an uncle or a grandparent. She knocks it out of the park. Anyways, let's get back to what this movie's about. Uh, Clifford is moved because his dad is a career man who's now a manager of a swanky hotel. And uh, so he gets moved to a new school. And obviously, he's not going to fit in. He's sitting in the classroom, makes a, a, a new friend while he's there. And while they're sitting there, uh, Matt Dillon comes in, who's moody, right? And, of course, 
you know, Clifford doesn't know one person from the other. And he makes some snarky remarks, and Moody's already zooming in on him, right? And the other kid's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> You're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble because nobody messes with him. But at the same time, there's this legend going around of this guy named Ricky Linderman, which is out in Baldwin. So Matt Dillon's character, Moody, and his henchmen, he's got three or four guys that hang out with him, their whole spiel is they offer protection. So they're doing kind of the mafia thing. They are offering you protection from Ricky Lindeman because he could come back and, you know, do a lot of damage to everybody. And it only cost you, you know, a buck a day or a buck a week or whatever it was. You know, that's that's the spiel. And if you don't get the protection, then you're on their hit list. Well, the uh, after school... They, uh, uh, Matt, Matt Dillon and his bunch tracked down Clifford in the bathroom and threatened him that he has to pay money for their protection and he decides he's not going to do it. Well, from there on, they start terrorizing him, right? Uh, he's running from them and gets away a couple of times. Uh, and then he notices the next day at school, Ricky Lindemann comes to school and everybody just freezes, right? It's the whole... Uh, Buddy Ravel thing, right? Matter of fact, Buddy Ravel, I think, is kind of a derivative of this because there's this legend about Ricky Lindemann that could be true, may not be true, that somebody heard he shot a cop, somebody heard he broke a teacher's leg, so you, you're getting this kind of story, right? And uh, when it's all said and done, Clifford uh, is tired of being harassed by Moody and all them, and he decides to ask Lindemann for his protection, and he says he's not interested, right? There's also a thing about him having a younger brother that that uh, died. And everybody claims that Ricky Lindemann killed him, right? So there's all this stuff. And nobody speaks to him. Everybody's afraid of him. And he kind of wears it, right? You know, uh, he's not trying to be mean to anybody. He just feels like everybody hates him and he hates himself. So he just is nothing, right? Well, Clifford offers him, you know, the, the chance to be his bodyguard. He doesn't want to do it. But then the next day, uh, Matt Dillon and his bunch lock Clifford up in a locker in the in the, the locker room. And uh, Linderman walks by, hears him in there, lets him out. And uh, they strike up a little bit of a deal to where... Um, Clifford is going to go into this little restaurant where everybody hangs out. I forgot to mention that Joan Cusack's in this, too. It's one of her first roles. And she's great in it, right? She's the girl that's kind of always hanging around, wants to be noticed by the guys, but none of them really pay any attention to her. But uh, she just plays a cool role in this. But anyways, they're, you know Matt Dillon and all of his bunch and Joan Cusack and all of her friends, they're all in this little restaurant, you know, just a little hamburger joint. And Clifford goes in there and takes the mustard and ketchup and sprays it all over Matt Dillon and his bunch. And they come running after him. And everybody, you know, that's in the restaurant is following because they're going to see what's going to happen. And when they corner Clifford, all of a sudden, Ricky Lindemann comes out and stands there. And uh, Clifford says, if you're going to mess with me, you got to mess with him. And then all the other guys, you know, Moody's like, come on, we can take him. And they all just say, no way, we're getting out of here. So they walk off. Well, 
after that, Clifford thinks he and, and Ricky Linderman are becoming friends, and Linderman's like, nope, you got what you wanted. Nobody ever said there was any part of anything else. And again, uh, Linderman's got issues, right? So Clifford ends up following him home one day just to see what he does, where he lives, all that kind of stuff. And they start talking, and you know Clifford talks to one of the teachers and hears the story about uh, Linderman's little brother that died. And what happened was the little boy shot himself with a gun, and Ricky Linderman was the one that found him, right? Found him dead. So that's the scar, right? All the other stuff are these big stories. And so they get to where they can talk about this situation and they become closer friends and they're working on this motorcycle together and that kind of brings them together as friends. Like I said, Clifford's from a broken home and uh, uh, Ruth Gordon is, is his grandmother and she's, you know, the only thing that kind of keeps him happy and, you know, having fun and stuff with her. But for the most part, there is no parent guidance or anything. Matter of fact, his dad calls the school because of the bullying and makes the things even worse, right? You know how that goes. But uh, they end up striking up a friendship and start hanging out, and then all of a sudden, Moody shows up, and he's got a new bodyguard. This big behemoth guy that's obviously, you know, a whole lot older than all these guys that are supposed to be in school. And the guy threatens... Uh, Linderman pushes him down, busts his nose, busts up his motorcycle, throws his motorcycle off in the lake. So this guy's a, a pretty bad guy. And, you know, Clifford's asking him, why didn't you fight? Why did you back down? And, you know, it comes to the truth of the story where uh, Linderman accident accidentally shot his little brother. And since then, he's just been a nervous wreck. He can't fight because it's just broke him down, and he accidentally shot his brother. They were messing around with a gun, and the little boy, his younger brother, tried to grab the gun away from him and accidentally shot himself. So there's a whole lot of trauma here that Linderman can't forgive himself over, right? Well, long story short, it gets to a day where uh, Linderman goes and actually gets the motorcycle out of the lake by himself, Everybody's, you know, uh, Clifford and everybody's there and they're hanging out. And then all of a sudden, here comes Moody and his other henchman. And we have a big throwdown. And Lindemann takes care of the big guy. And then it comes down to Clifford fighting Moody. And, uh, you know, Moody's throwing him all over the place. And then, uh, you know, uh, Lindemann is, will pick up Clifford and tell him what to do next to try to defend himself. And. You know, that's the story. You know, facing your bully, facing your demons. All this is all captured in this one movie that's just a, a, a teen movie, and it's done so well. Um, like I said, this movie doesn't feel like the other ones that I'm talking about this week. This one's a bit more real, and uh, I don't know. There's something about this one that has always stuck with me. I absolutely love this movie, and I think you will too. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where you can find it right now, but do yourself a favor. Uh, to me, this is a this is a purchase, right? This is one that you should have in your collection. This is easily a five out of five for me. I will always love this movie, everything about it, and again, it's so relatable, especially for myself. And 
that makes this movie real special. It was on HBO all the time back in the day, and I just absolutely love it. So uh, add this one to your collection, right? It, I know it doesn't really belong with the horror stuff. It, it's not really an action flip. It, it's, it's, it's a drama, right? But it is really good, and it really does depict what it's like to, to have a bully in this time period, right? This is dead on. Again, I still have trouble with Matt Dillon to this day. I just want to punch him, right? <laughs> so there you go, folks. Uh, I, just, I guess that just shows Matt Dillon really did his job, right? Don't overlook this one. Watch this one immediately. Let me know your thoughts on this one if you love it uh, or if you got it and you're saying, eh, it just didn't do it for me. Uh, I'd still be interested in hearing your thoughts on it. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.